Here we go again. Take two. My name's Todd Adams. This is Kathy Adams. Uh, welcome to Zen Parenting Radio. We have three different topics to discuss today. The first one being your blog. Okay. What, what was it about? It's about um, people saying that girls are mean and me believing that's not true. Uh, girls, some girls are mean. Right, but as a but as a whole, girls are not mean. Some boys are mean too, though. It, thank you. Exactly. It be, being mean is a behavior. It's not a, a character trait of women. Second topic. Um, we did a presentation uh, that we kind of did together, and we talked about the three things you wish husbands knew about their wives. Well, it was actually your men's group right. that you do, and you asked me to come talk to your men's group because you guys were discussing relationships about the top three things that it would be nice if men understood about women. So I kind of I, – there's so many things. So, ladies, if you're listening, pause it. Go get your husbands. <laughs> and make them listen. And make them listen. Yeah, it's important. And then the last thing is about a cool article that I saw on the internet. Mm-hmm. The internets. The internets. Um, it's all over the internet. So, um, and we're going to go for a half hour, and then we're going to go beyond that, too. So, What about who's sponsoring this? Helping show Hands Made Services. They are wonderful partners, and they do... Uh, made and cleaning service all over the uh, western suburbs of Chicago. And they clean our house once a month, and it's one of the best days ever. That's right. So it's good uh, practice of self-care. It is. I, I need it. So 25 bucks off if you mention Zen Parenting Radio, helpinghandsmadeservices.com, 630-530-1324. I wish, I wish it was 1234. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be easy to I remember. Know. You know, who's ever got 1234 must be really happy. So 630-530-1324. Um, support our partners by doing yourself a favor and getting some maid services. That's right. And you can find them on Facebook, too. Um, so let's talk about your blog. Okay. What uh, girls are mean. So this is the reason I wrote the blog. For Forever, I feel like I've been hearing women, you know, my age, say things like, well, you know, girls are mean. They even have a movie called Mean Girls. Right. How about that? And there's this kind of collective belief system because of maybe our experiences when we were young um, and the experiences that we're having by watching our daughters where we just uh, say this overreaching blanket statement. We say, well, you know, you know, girls are mean as if that's something we all agree on. Yes. And here's the thing. Common knowledge. Common knowledge. I've been through junior high. I've worked through it with girls who are in junior high for, you know, a long time. I used to teach. And... I also have three girls. I've seen girls be mean. I'm not oblivious to that. I've seen things. I've been bullied. I, you know, I've, I've been there. But to, to do the overreaching statement of girls are mean is not good for our girls. It's not, it, first of all, if you're saying to your girls, girls are mean, you're saying they are too. Right, by definition. By definition. You're a girl, so girls are mean. All girls are mean. And you're you're saying that it, even though you're talking about girls, because girls, you know, you think young girls, if you're talking about that as women, you're saying women and girls are mean, that mm-hmm. that's some kind of character trait that we have. And I think we have to understand, number one, how those words affect the, um, again, the, the collective belief system and how we're harming ourselves by saying that. And it's not like we're hiding something. It's not true. Mm. Girls aren't just mean. Can girls be mean? Yes, but they can also be wonderful and kind and nurturing and loving and funny and, you know, brave and strong. So it's just kind of, it's so, um, it just, it's another way we put girls down in this society. And I think that if we could be more careful with our words, that might be helpful. So do you think girls get a bad rap compared to boys? Well, I think that what happens with girls, this is kind of, I'm going to try and sum this up very quickly because, you know, there's books and books written about this, um, is that girls 
when they're growing up are taught to be somewhat selfless Mm -hmm. and to not express themselves. So I'll just ask you, when a girl is like stomping and crying and saying, I want this or not getting what she wants, what do parents say about that little girl? They say she's what? Spoiled. Or dramatic. Dramatic. um, Oversensitive. Like if a girl hypersensitive. Hypersensitive. So they they get this message very early on that expressing that kind of emotion is negative or that they won't be supported in that or that they'll be called all these names. And the thing about women and girls that you do need to understand, and I think you would agree with this, Todd, is that men are sensitive too, Mm -hmm. but women are highly sensitive. I think maybe women are outwardly sensitive, whereas if a guy, if a boy is affected, he might internalize it a little bit more. I think that's true, that, and that's how the behavior comes out. But wouldn't you agree that one of the differences between men and women, and it may be very slight, mm-hmm. is that women have a heightened intuitive understanding and a heightened sense of connection and emotional connection, probably because we're mothers and yeah. that nurturing aspect. That's more the feminine quality. It's a feminine quality. That's the thing. I don't mean to take anything away from men and say right. they don't have it. Well, that's not true. And this, uh, I don't know if we'll be able to sum this up quickly, but each person has both masculine and, and feminine, feminine qualities. That's right. It just so happens that most guys have more masculine quality, qualities and most girls have more feminine qualities, but we each have both. Exactly. Thus being why you're male and I'm female. Right. We tend to, you know, it's not perfectly balanced, but there, it, it would be nice to have a better balance because mm-hmm. some of us are way too... Um, well, yeah, my whole thing is to try to get more in touch with my feminine, become more vulnerable, become more sensitive, express emotion. That right. is something I'm working towards. And a lot of what women are working on is, is you know, developing more of that masculine and speaking their mind, standing for what they believe in, you know, having a sense of strength in that area of Give me self-worth. something to believe in. That's right. A little is, poison. Is that poison? Yes, it's a little Brett, Brett Michaels. Michaels. Oh. Give me something to believe in. Yeah, you were Brett Michaels for Halloween last year. I was. Remember? It was I a was. good costume. It's right. Um, you should pull that back out sometime. Maybe next year. <laughs> I had the arm tattoo, the arm sleeve. I know, you had the tats. But anyway, so what happens is when we tell girls that when they're young, they grow up thinking they can't express themselves and that they should just be kind and polite. And again, I'm making this very quick. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many different yeah, people avenues. Have books about this. Right. But they, um, they grow up believing that they should just express kindness and politeness because that's the only thing they get kudos mm-hmm. for. So they suppress anger. They suppress sadness. They suppress all these very normal feelings. And what that does is it can turn into passive aggressive behavior because what happens if you, if you suppress emotions? Get in trouble. Well, no. What happens if you're not listening? You to get my sick. Toddy, what happens if you suppress emotion? Oh. oh, wait. You're right. I'm sorry. You get you sick. Can, you can get sick. You internalize it. You and internalize it. Starts it. growing and. But all that it stuff. can come out in different ways, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like in our children. If we decide to, you know, have them push down their emotion, then it'll come out in behavior, mm-hmm. right? Same as girls. Mm-hmm. You know, same as when girls get older. Is if they're told, "Don't be angry. Don't be sad. Don't be dramatic. Don't be sensitive. Be ladylike. Be ladylike and kind all the time." That's going to come out in different ways, and unfortunately, it comes out in things like. You know, like I said, passive aggressive behavior, talking behind girls' backs, gossiping. You know, like for example, a young girl will say, Hey, I'm going to pick this person instead of you. Um, is that okay with you? Oh, sure, that's fine with me. No problem. Thanks for letting me know. And then that girl will go talk behind the other girl's back. Mm-hmm. Why? Because she doesn't feel like she can really say, You hurt my feelings. Right, right. You know, I, she doesn't feel like she has the ability to express that emotion. So can they appear more mean at times? I guess, and we want to understand why that happens, but to to call all girls mean and not understand what's happening and to not notice when girls are actually being strong and mm-hmm. being um, 
you know, willing to open up and being, you know, kind, which is not, it's not inherently bad to be kind. It just means that should be balanced. Well, I feel like I have three things to say and I'll probably forget two of them. One is, you know how certain women, uh, Hollywood ladies are known as B-I-T-C-H's because they probably have more, they're more in touch with their masculine, like Roseanne Barr and wasn't Ellen, wasn't she kind of known like Ellen DeGeneres? Yeah. Like, well, it's one person, I think, you know, or a few people that worked for her said, oh, she's really difficult, or she didn't and, say hi, or and, something and, silly. And before you get into the examples, if that were a man, they would say, oh, he's really assertive. Exactly. And Thank because you. she's a woman, people think that she's a BITC. Oprah. Everyone looks at Oprah and says, how dare she be who she, how dare she speak out and do this? And how dare she try and, you know, support people and tell people what to think, which she's not. Mm-hmm. But then everyone thinks, oh, well, Donald Trump, he's smart with money and right. he's aware and he's, you know, he's rich. And mm-hmm. there's this, it's a, it's, what's that word when it's not fair? When it's a... Um. It's imbalanced? In, well, imbalanced. We'll just use that. It's a crime? <laughs> against the world? Against women? Um, but yes. And what's your two other points? Uh, the two other points were, do you remember that YouTube clip of that girl soccer player? And she grabbed the other girl soccer player's yes. ponytail yes. and literally pulled her to the ground with, yes. with this ferociousness that I don't think I would be able to conjure up. Right. And I have no other story other than that was a crazy YouTube clip. Well, but let's talk about that, okay? Let's get deep into that. That's so inappropriate. It's not okay. That was obviously a lot of aggression built up that this poor girl with the ponytail got it dumped all over her. But do guys not do that constantly guys, in football? Well, and I, mean, in- you've, I mean, this is a horrible example, but I remember on a soccer field, one soccer player came in and punched the other soccer player, and he happened to hit him in the temple. I watched that. And I think he died. I oh, think the guy, no, I didn't watch that. I think the guy got hit so hard in the worst place that he died. So, oh, my gosh. Of course, that stuff happens all the time. I think the reason that YouTube clip became so famous, as far as the girl in the ponytail, was because it was a younger girl. Yes. She was maybe a teenager, or right. 14 or 15. I don't think she was in college, but doesn't matter so you know we kind of have this vision of who we want to see right as far as girl soccer players and yet we saw a girl being kind of mean and then it just exploded well and then all of a sudden what does everyone start saying oh girls are really mean and girls are aggressive and girls want to beat each other up here's the thing does it happen yes does it define who but they does are it define who they are and does it happen all the time no at the presentation we did last week one of the um one of the women who, who's a friend of ours too she was talking about how she's fearful of bullies and how she's just waiting for it to happen to her girls mm-hmm. now I understand She's waiting for her, her girls to be bullied. To be bullied, okay. She's like, I just know it's around the corner. And I said, why do you think it's around the corner? And she said, because I see it in the media. I know it's everywhere. I'm just waiting for it to happen. Do people get bullied? Yes. Do they have experiences every once in a while where someone's not kind to them? Yes. But to be like on pins and needles waiting for girls to be mean to each other, first of all, it may never happen and you're just worrying yourself sick. Number two, you can't solve it. When it's not happening, meaning people, it's like praying for, you know, what do they say? Worry is praying for what you don't want. You're worrying about something that's not happening yet. Mm -hmm. So you're wasting your time. And number three, in the present moment, you can deal with it and maybe over very quickly. And it's not something, it's like, I'm going around circles, but it's like, you know, when in the summer, when there's big, uh, they talk about shark attacks. People are being attacked by sharks left and right, when really it's only like two a year right. or something like that. But the media blows it up. Well, and the reason they blow it up is because there's nothing else happening in the world. Right. So they need to fill that half hour with something. And now let me say, before everybody gets upset, I'm not saying bullying doesn't happen. It's happened to 
it's happening all over the place. Mm-hmm. But to sit around worrying and waiting for it to happen is not a service to you because in the present, if something occurs, you can handle it mm-hmm. in the present moment. Trying to figure it out in your head and decide that everybody's mean and bullying each other and that you're in an unsafe world doesn't serve you. Do you see the difference? I do. I do. But I think what's important is I need you to restate a very important sentence that you said about two minutes ago. And okay. it was worrying is like praying for something that you don't want to happen right. to happen. Is that what this... Worrying is like praying for something that you don't want. Gotcha. So the whole concept of worrying is I'm thinking, let's just focus on bullying or girls being mean. I'm so worried that girls are going to be mean to my daughters. How will I handle it? What will I do? You know, you're thinking about it constantly. And not you thinking about it, it's almost sending, and again, this gets into energy and things that I believe in, but it's like the law of attraction. You're sending this out into the world. It may not shift things that are occurring necessarily, but you'll start seeing things in a different way. Right. You will start seeing more meanness. Mm-hmm. You will start every time your daughter what you comes. you focus on grows. What you focus on grows. Your daughter comes home and said, oh, I sat by so-and-so at lunch instead of this person. Why? Was she mean to you? Mm-hmm. Why is she not? You know, mm-hmm. you start to... If you assume everyone's being mean to each other, that's how you view the world. You create a story in your head. You create a story. To justify what's going on in your head. Exactly. And it may be not even intentional. Nobody wants to worry. Right. But if you choose, you've got to at least keep in your mind that, sure, okay, girls can be mean. Fine. Girls, so can boys. Right. But you have to keep a a visual in your mind that girls can also be wonderful Mm -hmm. to each other and supportive and nurturing. That is what... That's what's happening more, I think. Well, and this is, once again, I'm totally getting off track here, but I'll say it anyways. Remember when Laura Logan got uh, attacked? Attacked. Yes. She was doing, she's mm. a 60 Minutes journalist. Great example. And she got attacked by these, you know, hooligans. These. It was when she was in Egypt and Egypt had overtaken The her. revolution mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So she was there and she got, um, let, her security team was a little got further lost. away and she mm-hmm. got raped. And I mean, it's horrible, horrible thing. Violated. Violated. Mm-hmm. And who came to her protection? The women. A bunch of women. I don't know how they beat back a bunch of... You know what they did? Horribly, what? The men were dragging her through the streets. She was naked. They were violating her. It was an awful story. The women all jumped on top of her, put their body... I'm getting tingles right now. Jumped on top of her and put their bodies on top of her so the men couldn't get to her. So they all... There was a group of women. Mm-hmm. So they protected her with their bodies. Mm-hmm. They don't know this woman. No. And they, you know, they they don't have very many rights going on. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, they put themselves at, at risk. danger and risk to get the exact same thing happen to them. So, you know, I know this is out of balance, but I honestly think that females are the stronger of the two sexes. Me too. You guys give the babies. You guys do all this work. I think men, the collective masculine, is completely afraid of the strength and the power of the female. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see in these other countries, or even in our own country, you know, there's all these politics going on the last few weeks about the rights of women. Men need to keep women down because they think that that's what they need to do in order to survive. I mean, mean, that may not come out the way I'm intending it to, but the female is just head and shoulders above what well and we have some some i think skills that's what i was talking about with the in the intuitive and the emotional connection and feeling other people's pain we have some skills you guys may not understand very deeply and again does it mean you can't tap into it it doesn't Mm -hmm. but most men don't tap into those areas and women have a lot of amazing skills and, and connection and Feeling, you know, I wrote in my blog, it's at chicagonow.com, by the way, the self aware parent, and the blog is actually called The Comment That Makes Me Cringe. 
Um, but I wrote in the blog, you know, women can feel other people's pain. Mm-hmm. And I know men can too, but women like, it's like... Women, it's, men would need to work harder to get there. Whereas yeah. I think it comes more naturally to women. Like I, you know, I laid with uh, Skylar last night. She had a headache and rubbed her back. And I'm not saying I take on her headache. I wouldn't do that. But I feel her on such a... I almost feel like this I know where... This is a perfect she, example. Because you want to know what I did? You slept. I rolled over <laughs> and I went to sleep. One, maybe because I know you were going to do it. Like mm-hmm. if you weren't home, of course I would be there. Right. But if if it's a level playing field, I just know that you're better at this than I am. Mm. And I know that might sound like I'm not giving men enough credit. The whole Kramer versus Kramer thing. Men mm-hmm. have just as much capability as women. You can bring it forward. I can, I can bring my A game. Mm-hmm. But it takes more effort for me to bring my A it's game. It's more natural for me. Than for you to bring Understood. your A game. Understood. Like if God intended for this race to survive it's good that he had women deliver the babies because if men were going to deliver the babies i think that we would not be in existence well right there'd now. be some other method without any, i know any pain or right. something like yeah. that. yeah or yeah we just everybody would get epidurals and there'd be no <laughs> such thing as natural childbirth and everything else so anyways but i want to get back to um girls are mean okay so let's say we're a parent who notices some mean behavior mm-hmm. in our daughter yes how well my two cents on that is Instead of telling her not to be that way, and instead of telling her why that's wrong, I think we need to figure out a way for her to let it out. Yes. But I don't know how to do that. Well, I think the first thing is to talk about it and to say, I'm noticing this behavior. And instead of shaming and guilting her more and saying, I can't believe you do this or how dare you or blah, blah, blah. That's just shaming and guilting her more and pushing her more inside. Is saying, I'm noticing this mean behavior, you know, uh, the way that you're making other people feel. You know, I've heard these things and I see you. I know that's not who you really are. Mm -hmm. I know that you may be feeling those feelings and you may be wanting to lash out, but I know who you are. Mm -hmm. To have somebody, especially your parents, see you and know, because again, Todd and my belief system is that everybody is born inherently good. I really, I really, I'm going to say I know it for, you know, myself. And so... Do people get lost along the way and make poor choices and and do things and say things that aren't inherently good? You bet, because they get lost. They forget who they are. But if we can continue... Usually from parents that f them all up. Well, that and experiences in the world. Educators, right. you know, um, you know, a, a system, a coach, uh, being abused, being... There are many ways to trauma that can help us... That, push us deep inside ourselves and we forget who we are. So to have a parent really say, I trust in who you are and I'm seeing this mean behavior and how, you know, how can I help you? How can I support you? And it's just so interesting because whenever you go to that vulnerable place with kids, they tend to cry. Mm -hmm. They tend to kind of know, oh, they know, you know. Well, and this might um, end up upsetting people, what I'm about to say, but Uh um, there is, I I don't know if it was Wayne Dyer, is one of my people that I listen to or read and in this tribe in Africa, whenever anybody commits a crime... Mm, I love this. Um, mm-hmm. Well, what we do is we put them in jail. We shame them. And shame them and make them mm-hmm. feel bad. Separate them from society. And what they do is they put this whoever did this crime in the center of the village. And then everybody in the village tells that person how good they are. Yes. Or what qualities they see that are mm-hmm. inherently good. Mm-hmm. And that is how they treat crime. Mm-hmm. And Talk about... 
different than the way we do it. In the same, in the same, um, and I can't remember if this was the same story or a deviation of, but that when every child is born in a certain tribe, they have a song mm-hmm. that it's a special song just for them, mm-hmm. that it's their heart song. Right. And so whenever that child gets in trouble or is straying from their heart center, the mother or the community sings them that song mm-hmm. and says, remember who you are and go back to that place. Nice. Exact same thing. If it be words or a song, it's remember who you are. Right. And that is our job with kids is to not shame them when they're making poor choices to not uh, make them feel worse or get in that place of we're so socially um, uncomfortable because that's really a lot of times our shaming is you're making me look bad you know i'm feeling so uncomfortable with your behavior so i'm going to make you feel like crap Um, if we can step away from that and really see what they need from us from us which is to sing their song right i love it i love it so Mm -hmm. um we, I want to talk about these three things that you wish husbands knew okay. about their wives. But before we do that, our second partner is Tree of Life Chiropractic Care. They do um, chiropractic care all over the Chicagoland area. And they area. have massages there, too. You're massages, getting massages. Yep. And uh, their um, website is chirotree.com. Their phone number is 630-941-8733. We've been going to them for a few years, and we can't say enough good Our things about Our whole family. Them. And I highly recommend you go to uh, the Facebook page because um, Dr. Kelly shares a lot of great holistic um, what like treatments and messages, um, messages and she just has good stuff. Okay, so check them out. So uh, the second segment of the show is... Um, three things. The three things. Okay. So why don't you? So basically, what happened is I uh, facilitate a men's group, and the topic was relationships. And I started coming up with all these ideas of what I think women need. And then I realized how stupid that was, because this is what you do for a living, and you happen to be in the basement with our three daughters while this men's group is going on. We live together. So I said, why don't you come upstairs, and I'll give you five minutes. And you took an hour and fifteen. Well, wait a second. Five minutes each. Went five minutes each. I came up and I said, I think I have five minutes each. And then everybody said, no, just... And I wanted you to stay there. Okay. Just FYI. Okay. But I want to be protective of the group. So, right. But no, I don't mean... It was too long. I don't say that to make you feel bad. All right. Because everybody was in tune and people were asking questions. If I thought it was not going anywhere, I would have said, okay, you're done. See ya, Kathy. The reason I kept it going was because it's so good. It was so, in flow. So what was the first thing that you want husbands to know about their wives? That is very important um, when you are in a partnership to have that person's back. What does that mean? That means that this is not the person that you want to argue points with and play devil's advocate with all the time or point out all their flaws. This is a partnership is about being the person who holds that person up. Mm-hmm. So I'll just speak male, female. A woman would very much like to come home and feel like they're safe, mm-hmm. that the person that they're living with and that they love has their back. Like for example, even if they come home, you know, it's the same as singing the song. Like we were saying before, they come home and said, I made this mistake or I did this, or I feel like I failed to have your partner in some way, shape or form say, I trust in you and I believe in you and it's going to be okay. Instead of, yes, I agree with you. You're a failure. <laughs> well, I think the worst thing that we could do as guys is to Tell the women why they are, why they're misguided or Mm -hmm. or why they're wrong or Mm -hmm. why their perception is incorrect. Mm -hmm. I mean, even if we think that we wouldn't approach it the same way, step outside your comfort zone, guys, and and support and Mm -hmm. nurture, even though it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Well, that's actually number three. Can we just jump into that? Because we'll we'll keep talking about number one, but the third one, or we'll just call it the second one, just Mm -hmm. to keep it simple here, is just because, and again, this is the way a female looks at it, just because you don't agree with what I'm saying doesn't mean I'm wrong. Mm -hmm. There's this sense, and maybe this is more of a masculine trait, that it has to be a competition about one of us has to be right and one of us is wrong. 
along. We can both view a similar situation or a situation at the exact same time and both come away with different perspective. And we don't have to argue about who's right mm-hmm. because we're both right. Well, what's interesting, and I don't know if I'll say his name, but one of the guys in the men's group yes. said a story. Um, yes, you can say the story. It's okay. really good. Um, so uh, there was a baby that was born in the middle uh-huh. of the night and my friend's wife went to the hospital at 3 a.m. Uh-huh. to go see visit the, baby. visit the baby and the mom. Well, she woke up in the middle of the night and was so enamored with this child because she had seen the baby and just really felt a pull. This mm. is what I'm talking about, the women thing. Right. She really felt this pull to see this baby and kind of you know smell the baby's head and right. just to kind of do that thing. And so she went and did that. And at 3 in the morning. So my friend woke up the next morning and said, what did you do? And she said, I went to go see the baby. And I don't think she even held the baby. I think she literally... She just wanted to see the baby. She just looked at the baby, mm-hmm. and my friend said something to the effect of, "You're crazy. You're crazy. Why <laughs> did you do that? You didn't get a chance to see it. You didn't get. I mean, you didn't get a chance to hold it. You could have waited three more hours, like the rest of the real world." Mm-hmm. And he kind of made fun of her mm-hmm. for doing such a thing. Exactly. When he probably could have, if he was smart supported that saying what a wonderful gesture you did or like explain that to me you know sometimes here's the thing all of these things doesn't mean that the man has to cave and say okay the woman's always right but ask if that totally doesn't make sense to you tell me about that but Why I, I could you... see guys asking that say help me understand well it's the it's a language it's specific wording like right. how you're going to say it because if you say why'd you do that Mm-hmm. It's probably not going to come off. No, real because well. then the woman's going to feel defensive. But if you say, "Listen, as as a man, that doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. But I help would, me understand." I would love to hear why, or or what? it's all about the gentleness and the intention, because right. it's all about the voice inflection. If it's like, "Oh my gosh, you got up at three, tell me about that," mm-hmm. versus "That's that's crazy. Why'd you go?" and the whole point is is you don't have to agree, and you don't have to want to get up at three in the morning and go see a baby, but you can honor. The woman in your life by saying, if you needed that, I trust mm-hmm. that you're doing what you need. Well, and what a sign of love, I really, know. if you think about I it. Know. Like, I don't know if it was her niece or whatever. I don't know how this newborn child was related to my friend's wife. But, I mean, that's... That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I know. And I, as a guy, that makes no sense to me whatsoever. Why wouldn't she just wait till seven, like the rest of us? Because she needed. She was feeling the pull. It, women's hearts are, um, when they allow it them to be, mm-hmm. are very open, and we're very, we we just feel beyond what you know what it's difficult for you to understand. And you guys have the capacity to do that too. Mm-hmm. And so that's the thing is it's, it doesn't have to be just us, but we have, we are gifted in that area. Right. And so and that's a generalization. There's plenty of women who are not gifted. In that sure. area. And, and there's plenty, plenty of men, men that go the other way, but it typically generally is a female trait. Right. And it's, you know, just one of the things it's one of the reasons it's part of being a mother. Mm-hmm. Even if you choose to not bring a child into the world, you still have those mothering instincts. Well, and when Skylar was born, mm-hmm. You know, giving birth, I'm guessing, is not the easiest thing in the world to do. Oh, no. And as the guy, it's all, it's my job is to support and hold your hand yes. and make you feel good. But after that experience, I was really tired. Yeah. Did you need a nap? I needed a nap. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> Skyler waking up in the middle of the night and you were like so upbeat and enthusiastic. And I'm like, my God, I am so tired. Like I was not upbeat at all. And I you was know just what? like, man, am I tired? 
I really appreciate those words that you're using. I don't think I was upbeat and enthusiastic. I think I was awake to be present for her, meaning I wasn't in a bad mood, Mm -hmm. but I was very in a zone of I am in full motherhood right Mm -hmm. now. Whatever my needs are are on the back burner. She's awake. I need to soothe her. I need to nurse her. And there was no question. And that's the thing is sometimes when you're with your children or, you know, as a woman in in an experience like that, there's no question. This is what you do. There's no sense. You don't even need a lot of kudos for it. Mm -hmm. You just do it. Yeah. It's not like anybody was watching. Right. I mean, that was just your natural state. And my natural state was how tired I was. You're just really tired. I was tired. You just need to take a nap. So we have to um, say your second bullet point. So, you know, we got one and three. And number two is it's so important your wife um, or your significant other does a lot during the day Mm. as do you men but again this is what men want to know about women they do a lot they multitask we are juggling things and talking to people and handling things at the school and being a caregiver doing our job we are multitasking and it would be so great if you could notice Mm -hmm. a lot of times there's a you know like the the dad who comes home and does one load of laundry and says look i did the laundry can you believe i did the laundry when the woman typically is doing that all the time daily daily and never says a thing about right. it because it's part of the experience noticing doesn't mean you have to like bow down and be so grateful all the time it just means point it out well, thank my, you for doing the laundry well, today and my example of making fun of myself is like you make the bed all the time mm-hmm. i make the bed once every few months mm-hmm. and i say to you do you notice I made the bed? How about that bed? <laughs> How about me making that bed? And you always laugh. And the reason that's funny is because you do it the other right. 99% of the time. Well, and you're yet, not even... I, yet here I need to be stroked the one time that I make <laughs> the bed. Well, and that's what's funny is it's, you know, women do these things automatically. I clean the counter three times a day. I pick up shoes 10 times a day. And then, you know, I'll say, and you're, you're pretty good about it, but, you know, like, can you put away your shoes? Oh, I'll do it in a little bit. And I've put away shoes 10 times that day. And so, and again, the girls tend to not notice either. Mm. And it's my job to speak up and to ask for support, but it would also be nice to have recognition or just even a, a thanks. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank Happy you. to do it. So um, we got to move into the next section. Our third sponsor is Avid Company. Yes. 630-956-1800. If you need any painting or remodeling, uh, in the Chicagoland area, they are your company. They are the Call best in the business, for real. Avidco.net, uh, 630-956-1800. So this is the point in the show where if you're listening live and you want to hear the the remainder, remaining part of the show, you have to listen to either on Stitcher or iTunes or something like on that. On demand somewhere. So we're going to close out the 30-minute version. version of the show. So this is Todd Adams. And this is Kathy Adams. Saying see you next week. Have a great week. Bye. We're back. <laughs> this is the best part because we don't have to worry about uh, sponsors or anything else. I changed position in this part. That's right. Okay. So um, do you think we're done with that whole one, two, three bullet point list? Yeah. Can, can I just re-say them for the people who are continuing on? Sum it up. Number one, have your your uh, wife's back or your significant other's back. You know, you know, part of the reason, Todd, I get flustered when I'm talking significant other wives is because there are same-sex couples out there who sure. listen to this show. And I don't want to 
alienate or just say men, women all the time. Obviously, you and I are man, woman, so that tends to be what we say. But, um, you know, I just want to make sure I say significant other and partner as much as possible so there's an inclusive feeling. Do you agree? I do agree. Um, So your significant other, have their back, accept them for who they are, trust them. And if there are pieces that you don't understand or you're feeling untrusting, talk to them about it. This concerns me. But for the most part, if you are in a partnership and if you have committed your life to someone, that's the person you want to have supporting you. Mm -hmm. You don't want them to be the person that you come home with and you're worried about what they'll say. I mean, you know, you're the person when I'm struggling with everybody else that I know will hold me up. And so how awful that would be if I came home feeling, you know, beaten down by the world and then you decided to beat me down too. Well, every time you're on WGN... Yes. My one Aww. nice thing I do. My my sweetie, when I am on WGN. Even if he, I'm on the golf course. Even if he's on the golf course or at one time you were at a party or you know something. What that is? That's sacrifice. That's huge love. <laughs> There's nothing deeper. They don't, they don't know what we're talking about. Well, he, I will be on WGN at 10 a.m. And, and Todd will sometimes be golfing with his friends and he will text me I'll when I'm done. I'll listen to the show on my phone. Yeah. In the middle of the yeah. round, which is kind of... Not good golf etiquette. You're like, <laughs> I know. Okay, I know. And I thank you for that. Yeah. But what he does is when I'm done, I walk downstairs, you know, say goodbye to everybody. And then as soon as I pick up my phone, Todd has texted me and says, great job. Or, you best know, show here's, you've done. Best, he always says is the best one by far as if you, now I've been doing it for over a year. Because so it is. They, they aren't all the best. Well, they are the best because they are the ones that are most in the present moment. Love it. Like, because the ones from a year ago. Are gone. Are gone. It's so Forget true. Forget about them. That's right. So anyway, so he always says something, so I can always count on looking at my phone and getting feedback from my husband, which I really appreciate. And um, so that's that's exactly what it is, is I know you have my back. I know that if no one else in the world is listening, you're listening. I got your back. You got it. I'm with you. Yes. So the, the last part... Oh, wait. I didn't say the other two, though. Oh, sorry. So having their backs, notice what they're doing. Your partner is multitasking all day long, so give them the kudos for that. And number three, just because it doesn't make sense to you doesn't mean it's not true. Um, be able to listen and accept that you can both be right. Well, the great part about this is if the husbands are listening, they don't have to hear it from their wives they can hear it from you. Yes. So instead of the wife saying, you know, just support me. It comes off it's nagging, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This way, you could just say, hey, honey, do me a favor and listen to this show because I thought it was important. Right. And ju- and and understand, this, this can be a practice sometimes because when you have a belief system that's really strong and you are just very close-minded, I'm just going to say that, about everybody else's belief system, it can be very difficult to accept that other people can be quote-unquote right. But there is no ultimate way of being in this world there are we all have different perspectives well and i feel like you gave three uh examples that were not um they were important but i think the most important thing that happened in my men's group as far as the the information that was conveyed was that we as men we've said this a million times on the show but it's important to repeat it we as men simply need to listen to our wives because that's how they process it that's right and don't fix it don't Don't, fix it don't problem solve it and don't tell them why they're wrong don't tell them why they're wrong just Listen, And even as a guy, it seems like you're not helping at all because you're sitting there nodding your head, taking it all in. You're helping. And and if you feel like, well, I feel dumb sitting there nodding, say something like, what can I do to support you? Mm. Or how can I help you? Or would you like me to give you some of my thoughts? Or would you rather I listen? Mm -hmm. There's all these. And you want to say... Well, it depends on thoughts, though, because if... Those thoughts might be problem-solving, and they might not be in the problem-solving mode. Well, then would you like me to help you solve this problem, or would you rather just get it out of your and system? I ask you that a all lot. the time. Yes. I say, honey, are we in 
problem solving mode or are we in listening mode? Now okay. that may seem inauthentic or that may seem like that's cheating, but as long as it makes you slash us happy it's not cheating well and it kind of sets a tone where if i'm like no just let me talk then you can just lean back and listen and 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 put your phone down and yeah put your phone down get it off your ear and um you know validation it's not about saying oh honey you're right all the time you're perfect and i believe everything you say it's i trust who you are and if this is bothering you it wouldn't bother me but if it's bothering you i will listen Mm -hmm. now here's the thing sometimes guys are not in a position to want to listen so as the guy it's okay to say, you know what? It's been a long day. I need an hour. Give me an hour, right. and then I'll come back and we'll talk. Because if you're in a bad state of mind, you had a crappy day, and you're just, you know that you're not going to help, you're not going to be a good listener, just own up to it and say, I will be back. And if you want to put a little icing on that, like make it sound even better, you are the most important thing to me, and I want to give you my full attention, but there's no way I can do that right now because I'm wiped. Can you give me an hour to watch the sports center, do whatever, and then I can be present for you? And again, I know you're not going to use the words I just used, but something to the effect that you, you love, you completely love, and what you have to give right now is not full. Right. So you, you know, it, yes, whatever way that your personality can say it. There you go. So should we go on to the third topic? Yes, because I think it's kind of cool connected to what we're talking about right. here. So there's this thing on the internets. Internets. That I found. Why are you saying internets? Didn't, is that a George Bush yeah, thing? Yeah, I think it's a okay. W thing. Okay. Um, there, it, the title is called Dad Wears Skirt in Solidarity with His Five-Year-Old Son. So this guy's got a five-year-old son, mm-hmm. and for some reason, he, the five-year-old son likes to wear girls' clothing. Right. So I'm not going to read the article because I know you'll get mad. Oh, and please. It'll probably be boring. <laughs> but basically, there's a picture in the article, and it's um, it's he's walking down the street, and the little boy is wearing what I guess what are called spaghetti, a sundress, spaghetti straps. They are kind of spaghetti straps. Um, and the dad is wearing a long red skirt. Yes. And he is doing that in support of his son. You know, it's one thing to say, oh, I don't, you know, I love my son for whoever he is, blah, blah, blah. But this dad, we talk about talking the talk or walking walk the walk. Walking the walk. This guy is walking the walk. Now, I'm not saying I would do this, but it's just a wonderful example of, you know, we talk, we kind of beat up on dads a little bit in the show today. Did we? I felt like we were... I, I said that you're the superior sex. How much... Can I? But can I comment on that? Because I was going to say this before. Sure. Right now, in the way that your perspective on the world, we are superior. But men can be just as superior if they can bring in their feminine. Yeah, start, yeah stop shutting down the right. feminine. It's not about women are better because that's where we get out of balance, where women say, I'm going to overpower men. It's about fully accepting both sides of yourself. And if men can do that and bring in their feminine, they're going to be just as strong and powerful. True. Yeah, like neither one of us are living mm-hmm. up to our potential. Exactly. The men are not living up to their potential because they're not embracing the female the feminine the f- but they're also not embracing their own feminine qualities exactly and the women are not hitting their potential because they're being oppressed exactly by men globally oppressed by men globally and in themselves when they have the option and more freedom like mm. in a country like ours they're not speaking their truth right. and i'm i'm saying this to women take responsibility for what you believe and i'm working on that too like i'm starting to just speak out more not necessarily politically like saying here's my candidate but saying talking about things that need to be discussed you know women's rights and um, this thing about girls being mean. Quit saying that. Let's not oppress women. Right. Um, let's stand up for our sex and ourselves. So anyway, so, we're all working so on it. So that's the deal. I just I just thought that this, this dad is a wonderful example for some other dads and moms supporting 
who their sons and daughters are. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know what this kid's story is going to be 20 years from now, but the bottom line is right now he likes wearing girls' clothes. And the thing is, is it's so normal. And it's I've worked with children majority of my professional life, and so many boys start off loving hair bands and headbands and girls' clothes and princess and dolls and strollers, these things that are traditionally feminine that men have just as, you know, it's just like girls who love baseball mm-hmm. and things that are more traditionally masculine. Right. We're, we're very comfortable with that, but we're not comfortable when boys show totally. a feminine side. Oh yeah, if your girl play, if your daughter plays baseball, that's awesome. Right. Uh, but if your son plays, I don't know what's a girl sport. I well, know. I don't even know what would be considered a girl sport anymore. Uh, badminton. <laughs> I love badminton. I know, me too. Don't what's... be dog and badminton, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to think what's a girl's sport. I mean, um, you know, because swimming's field hockey. Field, is there men's field hockey? I don't know. I don't, I don't know see. That's beautiful because there's some balance in there. Right. We can't even come up with anything. Um, maybe something like dance, right? That's yeah, there a, you go. or like cheerleading mm-hmm. or something that's more traditionally traditionally female. We get all bent out of shape totally. about it. Well, and the example I'll give is Cameron does a lot of performances, and yeah. there's usually 15 girls to two guys and two guys, yeah. And um, she does theater performances. Well, and unfortunately, I'm going to throw some friends of mine under the bus, but after we all saw that performance, there was some kind of smart-alky comments about the boy that's in dance. Aww. And I'm not going to say who said those words, right. but it was just kind of, you know, they just kind of giggled saying, this kid's going to turn into this or Aww, whatever. That's awful. And, you know, who knows? This kid might end up, you know, if I, if, if I were to go back and I like girls, I'd go... I'd go be a dancer because talk about supply and demand. Talk and remember at the um, the the DeForest one, mm-hmm. the 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 recital they had because Skyler was in it. There's like two boys in the dance you recital. You get the pick of the litter, <laughs> and they are studs, man. You know they can dance like there's no tomorrow. Think how much trim those kids trim. are going to pick up trim? when they're in college. What's trim? Trim. It's a guy term. Oh my gosh, that's gross. I don't even know what that means. But it just gives me a visual. <laughs> Think about it. I I got if, it. If guys can dance, I know. Forget it. Well, and let's look you at you women never have a chance. And let's look at let's get beyond childhood when everyone's all freaking out. Look at someone. I'm, I'm going to pull up Mikhail Brishnikov. I mean, this man is like beautiful, and he's this amazing dancer. And I was going to say, what's that dude, the Lord of the Dance? I don't know if I can Michael pull him Flatley? in. Michael Flatley. I don't know if I'd call him a stud. I don't. I just know he's got weird, crazy legs. But any, I mean. You you know, any guy who can move or dance or, you know, and some of these yoga teachers, they're so, you know, these things that are traditionally female, but when they grow up and they have these skills, they're like, they're studs. Mm-hmm. And so it's just opening up our hearts a little bit to allowing our children to have to really explore those areas of their life. Like one more story, when um, when my girls were really little, I had a friend and her son loved to push around a stroller and her husband was really uncomfortable with that. And I'm thinking to myself, this little boy's going to be a dad. Mm-hmm. He's going to push around, or maybe not, but that he may. Mm-hmm. And why is that a feminine trait? Why does that scare us? And I really can only say for the men that it scares, they must have unfortunately had Been their femininity too. suppressed. That's right. And so... If we can work on that and be more conscious of that and just allow, and this this dad is such a great role model for us to not only support your son and allowing him to wear what he wants to wear and letting him explore, it doesn't mean anything. Right. 
Other than in the moment, his son likes to wear a dress. Exactly. Could he be gay? Sure. Could he not be gay? Sure. And either way, is there a problem? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, let's look at the bigger picture here. I mean, he could be transgender, which is when you switch from one sex to another, right? And that's fine, too. Right. Like, they'll be okay no matter what. So let's support them and who they are. Mm -hmm. Let's be present with the experience rather than shooting into the future and assuming something and thinking we can't deal with it when we can deal with anything. As long as we love our child for who they are, we will be safe internally. uh, The guy's name is Nils Pickert. So Nils. I have a hat on. I'm literally taking my hat off to Nils. He is. And and I'm bowing and giving a namaste. Nils, nice job. Beautiful. Um, turn them in a bad. Okay, one more because we only got a minute or two. Or are we just free? We're free. We're free. We could talk okay. for another three hours. But should we? No. no. Okay. Um, I can't stand it when we're taking family pictures and people wear sunglasses. <laughs> are you talking about my family again? Well, not just your family. I think a lot of people do it. And there's something intimate about eyes. And if you're taking a picture and you have like sunglasses, I mean, unless you're at the beach and everybody has them on, but I can't stand it when. Most of the people don't have sunglasses, and then a few people do. It like ruins the picture for me. And I just wonder if if anybody else feels that way. I like my sunglasses. I like them too. You know what I like them for? What? To block the sun out of my eyes. But what for if the I'm two, taking a picture on a beach? For the two seconds that it takes to just put put your sunglasses on your head, so I can see your eyes. Then I'm all squinty. Oh my gosh. Well, it's you know what? Sometimes I forget I'm wearing them. They become a part of me. I know. You need so, to create some space between you and your sunglasses. But focusing on what we were just discussing, I hear you and I understand. I may not agree, but I understand. What about you wanting to get sunglasses when it's like really cloudy out? Because I constantly, it's its a thing. I feel like I'm squinting and I, even if there's no, hey, even if the clouds are there, the sun's still there too. Haze for horses. <laughs> well, That's I just, my response to I just that. came up with a good, you know, because even when this. Was it really that good though? <laughs> Well, when the good. sky is gray, it's not really gray. It just appears gray because of the way that the clouds are. It's really actually very sunny up there. It is. Just but go above just, the clouds exactly, in an airplane. Exactly. It's just being a little bit blocked by whatever. So I always like using the end of the 40-some-odd minutes because okay. these are our real listeners. Okay. The first half-hour listeners, you know, they're learning to be our real listeners. But our real listeners are right here with us right, right here now. With us now. So one is buy your book if you haven't bought a book. Software Parent. Part one and two, mm-hmm. Amazon, Amazon or KathyCassaniAdams.com. Yeah, actually, it's cheaper at KathyCAdams.com. Um, but the last thing is you and I did a presentation last week, yeah. a workshop, whatever it is, uh, with couples. Yeah. And there was about 15 uh, men and women mm-hmm. and you and I talking about education. Conscious education. And we will do that if you live in the Chicagoland area. Mm-hmm. Um Get a, get a group of 10 people, and we'll come in and talk to you guys. And just to be clear, because I get a lot of emails about this, Todd and I don't go out and do individual counseling. Right. Did I say the right? Individual counseling. We go out and we do presentations. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will say, will you come to my house and talk to my husband and I? We don't do that. We need um, groups. We need groups. This is a teaching experience and a, um, a back and forth. It's right. a discussion. Um, we hope that you leave our discussions with a lot more to talk about. Right. You know, we're just kind of opening, trying to open up that heart center a little bit and focus on what's important. So if you're interested, uh, instead of, it's it's the non-book club book club. It is, and it's really fun. And so, it's So you don't have to read a book. No, you don't ever have to read again. Gather people together and we'll come and talk and teach and learn. So go to kathycadams.com and go to my contact page or go to the Zen Parenting Radio page and message us through our Facebook page. Uh, excuse me, let me say that again, zenparentingradio.com or through our Zen Parenting Radio Facebook page. But if you're going to like a Facebook page, make sure you like Zen Parenting Facebook page. Yes. Not no, Zen- Kathy Kasani 
Adam. Zen Parenting Radio, because there's a Zen Parenting, and that's different. There is? Yes. We are Zen Parenting Radio. Zen Parenting is another woman who's who has similar belief systems, but she's not a she's podcast not nearly host. as cool as we are. Well, she might be. We don't know. Zen Parenting Radio Facebook page. Or the Self-Aware Parent Facebook page, so I can keep winning. Cause... But more importantly, Zen Parenting Radio <laughs> Facebook page. Todd wants to get more than me. I know. We're getting there. Okay. Um, so I'm so glad that everybody stayed to listen to the 45-minute mark, and we'll talk to you next week. Have a great week. Thank you.